Welcome to the Sassy Gay Podcast. So the theme of this episode is love, just love and um, exploring all aspects of it. I want to first focus on what love means to other people. And so I interviewed a group of my very good friends who I love and adore. And I asked one specific question. Love is when blank. And we talked about it. And they shared all their experiences and amazing anecdotal stories that really helped shape a clearer picture of what love and its multifaceted aspects is. So take a listen. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did having this conversation with them. Enjoy. Can you hear me? Testing, test, test. All right. What was the question again? I think, like, I feel it the most now. You know, he's he's got some feelings for me. So the, I think the pinnacle for me was, and only I've only experienced this once. I think it's so many things. I can't, I couldn't imagine my future without him in it. One like small sentence just like totally shook my brain. And then as that grows, then it becomes like love. It, sorry, it's love is right. Love is yeah. Okay, love is. For me, I just know, like, if something's off, whether it be with work or a relationship or anything, you just feel it in your gut and you're like, something is off. Like, something just doesn't feel right. And when you feel that way, you know, you just know. Um, And so I never had that feeling where I was like, I'm not feeling this, something's off. Like I said, it was just so, it just happened. I just couldn't believe how easily we meshed together. We just flowed. There was like no efforts, nothing that's ever stopped us or like was put in our way that was kind of like an obstacle. Just everything was so go with the flow. Um, And that was the first time, to be honest with you, that I had a relationship like that, like something so easy that it just made sense. For me, I feel like love is when it's natural. It's not like, you know, it's not forced. And like when you just fit in, that's how I knew. You're asking like, how did it start? I just knew like in all aspects of my life, he just fit. But like when he was around my family, I felt like it fit. It was natural Um, with my friends. Like that's important to me. That's how I know someone is for me. And like I love them is when... I, I could just see them in all aspects in my life, you know? Even with work, he's encouraging me, asking questions. He's involved. Involved. I need someone who's involved. I think the biggest thing for me is always feeling safe. And when you can make me feel safe, when you really feel that love and that care, that genuine, you know, I got you like hey i'm here and like that makes you feel like you got someone like someone is there for you someone is like ready to listen to like whatever you're willing to say you know and when you feel safe or at least when i feel safe that's when i'm like open and i am willing to like share my love express my love and all of that you know i guess it's like when you're looking at them and you realize you don't 
want a minute to pass by in your life where they're not involved and like I would think of the worst day that I've ever had whether it's like after work you've had like a 13 14 hour shift and I remember my boss asked me um she's like it was a really long shift and I was like I'm so fed up with this like I have like a friend's bachelorette the next day I don't even want to be there and she's like well where would you rather be and I was like and the first thing that popped into my mind was like I would want to be on a couch watching a movie in that person's arms and like that's when I realized like you know I didn't want to see my life without that person that moment like really spoke to me and the fact that no matter how in such a like not terrible condition but like I think of you at your worst and who you want to see during that time to me that's a person that you love I think because love and lust and all that is so similar, for me, I know I've fallen in love when there's nowhere else I'm supposed to be. So I think it's a feeling. I think the difference between loving someone and lusting some with someone is that when you're with that person, you don't have this feeling like there's somewhere else you're supposed to be or there's something else you're supposed to be doing. So when they say like, home is where the heart is, I actually do believe that, that like, when you're with that person, you feel like you're exactly where you're supposed to be, doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, even if it's the big things or the little things. So for me, love is not feeling like there's somewhere else you're supposed to be. It's being sisters, it's soulmate, best friend. It's knowing to call each other at six o'clock on the dot for five years in a row every single day and having a, a level of connection that supersedes rationality. I was sitting in Hamilton a city away and felt a feeling of just pure fear and sadness and chaos in my heart and knowing that I needed to call her and I called her to find out that her brother had passed away. And it's that level of love and connection with that other person, whether they're your partner, your best friend, someone else, and just loving them wholly and having them be part of your heart and you part of theirs. That's love. I don't know. It was like something that creeps up on you. For me, at least, it wasn't like one day I was like, whoa. You know, it was like it gradually grew. I think that... I just felt honestly um, completely myself. I feel like all throughout my past, um, in every relationship, there have been things that I've held back and just like things that would bother me or whatever and I just wouldn't communicate it. I would just like shut down and I feel like me not expressing myself has led to a lot of things ending because I was get to the point of like resentment. And I feel like this is the first time I'm totally myself. I'm not being any other, any sort of way. I'm just me. Um, and to be seen for your whole self, um, to me is like the most amazing feeling. I think we just learned a lot about each other, um, just like through communication. And I have to give him the props because I'm, I'm the, as, as, as outgoing of a person as I am, when it comes to feelings, uh, 
I don't talk like I don't know how to express myself properly I don't know how to say like like I feel this way you made me angry because of this he is like the number one communicator he'd be like listen this is like this this is how I feel what do you think so and that's like one of his like key characteristics that I started falling in love with so I think like just gradually that's how we fell in, that's how I fell in love with him I don't know how he fell in love with me you have to ask him that question there's no definite line of like one day you like someone then all of a sudden like I think I love him but like I think it's the small gestures in between it's like the little things it could have been like oh he got me flowers or oh she cooked me dinner they're like different forms of gestures it's not only like oh they did something for me or got me something but I think it's something like he supported me through this hard day at work. It means the world. It means more than flowers, you know? And then spending time with his family, I'm sure that means a lot to him. So so I guess at the beginning, when you think about it, if it's just like, you're just doing small little things. But as time progresses, it evolves into something that has meaning behind it. Then it becomes like love. Sometimes it does take an argument or um, seeing how you guys both face a certain issue together um, and how you guys handle it together as a team, like, you know, as partners, um, I think is, is telling. And thinking about like, okay, I've, we've gone through this together. Like we can totally take the next thing on, like really trusting someone um, with all of the situations that you guys are gonna face together, I think is is telling of, of your relationship. And, and sometimes those are the moments that you're like, I love this person, I'm doing this with this person, just to make it easier for them or to make them happy um, and to ease each other's burdens, I think is something that's um, you, that you do without realizing that you're doing it. And then after you're like, oh, I fucking, I, I must love this person, you know? I thought about it one day and I realized, like after so many months, obviously, so many experiences, so many trips and things like that, I realized that, yes, he is my boyfriend, but he's also this amazing best friend and, and life companion and I can't imagine my life without him. Like you would literally sit there and think about your future and I, can't, I couldn't imagine my future without him in it. Do you know what I mean? So that's when I realized like, okay, for sure, like. Like, this is the guy for me. He makes me happy in so many ways, keeps me on my toes, challenges me, everything. The fact that we strive to be better people in every way, shape, or form really shows that we truly do feel, like, this immense love for one another because all we want to do is be there for each other and, like, be strong and be better and be better together. So that that will to be so much better is, is a very strong feeling of love for me, I guess you could say. To me, love is not just one moment. It's a collection of moments that are locked away and filed under the love section in your brain until there's this filled gap that finally tips it over the scale and suddenly you're in love. When I think about relationships, I do project myself into the future of those moments that you have in relationships. I'd like to get married. So then you start to think of the venue and, oh, this is how many people I want to invite. And you slowly start to think about all these little details in your future for certain moments, big moments that you want in your life. And all those moments that you had planned in your head had a faceless person all the time you've realized had a faceless person beside you at that wedding. 
you were standing beside a faceless person when you uh, imagine your future with kids together and living with them and waking up next to them. And so, to make a long story short, to me, love is when you look at that person and every time you look at that person, you see those gaps filled and you're no longer standing beside a faceless person. The person that you're looking at is someone that you meet who reshapes your future and suddenly they're there and suddenly there there's nobody else that you want there because you've made it up in your mind that this is what you want and this is who you want to be with with love so can come heartbreak and so this segment of the podcast i wanted to explore the idea of heartbreak and focusing on the idea of when things are over and what do you do next. So I sat down with my dear sister and had a candid conversation about this topic. So the question overlying for this particular conversation that I want to have with you is, when do you know or feel like it's over? If you could take it down to the basics, like how are you emotionally feeling? Are you more sad than happy? Are you more upset than, you know glad i think that's like one of the basic indicators like why so then you ask yourself why why am i am i not growing anymore am i not pursuing the things i want in my life mm-hmm. um and i think it also depends on what stage in life you are too so if- and if you guys are kind of at the same stage with each other do you feel like timing is really important when it comes to a relationship 100 percent. i think like you you have the hope that it's going to work out but at the same time, it gets exhausting because um, you keep on trying and thinking of solutions, trying to come up with creative ways to make things work, and then all of them just don't work. You know, maybe you can do this. Maybe you can do that. Maybe I can try to change. Maybe I can. Maybe I should put a little bit more effort. And then when you start thinking and doing a lot more work than it's actually hurting you, then like helping then you just kind of throw in the towel, I guess. And for both of you, it was kind of like a collective, and we're done here kind of situation, no? Yeah, I think ultimately it was like that. But, like, the part of me, like, the kind of person that I am, I I like to, like, I don't like to give give up on people. So, obviously, you want to try to put an effort. Try. I would, I'm not, like, the type of person to pull the trigger, so I don't think I would, I would ever do the breakup thing. I think I would, like... <laughs> like, wait for it, for, wait wait for the person to, to be like, eh, yeah, like, yeah, but um, it was for the best, the end of it all, you know what I mean? If you're, And if you take it down to just the basic level of emotions, right? Um, you're not happy. You're not just you're not treating each other as nicely as you did. Like if you look, if you flash back to the first date versus like the end, you're like, wow, where did it all go, all go wrong? Like yeah. in all the all the songs, like we were so happy at the beginning. Where did it all go <laughs> yeah. wrong? And yeah. it actually truly is like that. You know, yeah. Yeah. you look back and like, where did it go wrong? Where was the turning point? Right. And if you like think about it, it's probably just a gradual thing. And if so. If okay. you're not self-reflecting, right? If right. You, if you don't, like, analyze and fix the problems as they come along, so, you know what I mean? Then everything's going to just fall apart. You have to have a strong foundation. Right. And 
just to like end off this part of the podcast with mm-hmm. on a bit of a lighter note you said it was for the better yeah because you you do grow from every relationship that you're in even yeah. though they end um like what did you feel like you took away the most from that relationship that made you say like this is gonna help me for my next one um, I think one of the big lessons that I learned is to like when you're with someone uh, or when you're spending time with people is to like really appreciate that time with them. That also sounds very corny, but like there are expirations to relationships and friendships and things like that. And if you don't um, take away from that person as much as you can or enjoy like your time with them to the maximum, then what's the point? You know, I could be brooding about it, but you know. You still had, I still had fun, you know, and it also helps you to apply that to future relationships, you know. So if my relationship now, like I cherish, I cherish it so much more, and I cherish all our moments, and I always try to make it a point to say that I'm not only to myself, like I'm so grateful, but also to your person, because you know what, that's nice, and like you want to look back and say, like I love to the, to my potential and to the fullest, and then if I ever looked back, I can say. I can't say, like, you didn't try hard enough or you didn't, like, put your all out. So I think the most important thing is, like, to love to, like, the main potential or the highest potential that you can. And then when you look back, you'll have no regrets. Mm. Yeah. That's a great way to to look at it, for sure. This segment is going to be dedicated to a little story that I put together a long time ago when I was really, um, I guess, in between relationships, contemplating my singlehood and who I was as a person. And so I hope you enjoy the story. It's called The Rubber Band. Imagine life as a race. You're running at a perfect pace. And you look around and there's a bunch of people running the same exact race as you, just running at different paces. Finding someone who can meet you at your pace is a difficult feat. But imagine you met someone in the road. And suddenly you guys start to vibe. And somehow you're even able to get close enough that, like a relay race, you decide to grab this rubber band that you have in your pocket and throw it to them. So now you both are holding on so tightly to this rubber band in hopes that it will keep you guys together because you care about each other. Maybe you guys even love each other. So this rubber band between you stands the test of time as years go by and things just work and they're amazing. Sometimes it stretches when one of you slow down to catch a breath and take it slow a little bit. And of course, that other person slows down because this rubber band is fragile. If it's stretched too far, the rubber band will break, and that can never be mended. Imagine now that one of you catches a second wind. They're feeling really good about themselves and get farther and farther. They are in an amazing groove. But this person has to look to their side and hope that the other person is beside them. But sometimes people just can't keep up. When you become too different, When someone grows faster and well beyond the other's capabilities, sometimes it isn't even worth moving on together. 
Sometimes you'll disagree on which direction to go into. Sometimes you can fall ill, and the other will have to break the rubber band in order to move on with their lives. Anything can happen in a relationship. But the most important thing is deciding that that person that you've chosen to run that race with is someone you're happy to see at your side. The person who is by your side is the one to cheer you when you slow, the one to carry you when you're too weak, the one you're willing to stop the race for, to nurture and love and not care what everyone else is doing. That is true love. Thank you guys for listening all the way to the end. I truly hope that you were able to take something positively away from this podcast. I really cherish the stories that were shared with me um, and the experiences that were shared with me uh, by all the people that were on this podcast. So please, if you guys are listening, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for sharing those stories um, with me and with the world now, I guess. Thanks for listening, guys. If you ever want to reach out, you can find me on social media at the Sassy Gay on Twitter, on Instagram, as well as iTunes. Thanks for listening again, guys. Bye.